Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation, episode 438. Who am I? My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me and Breaking Truth. Last night, Joe Biden decided to address the nation in the state of the union or the state of confusion or the state of denial or state of disillusion. I, I, I state of delusion. We, if you have a cool one, why don't you go ahead and put it down in the comments below? Maybe I'll give somebody a free T-shirt. Joe Biden, I know quite a bit about 48 years as a senator, vice president and now president. And he has gotten very little done, uh, especially as a senator. We understand his back history, his support of racism, the Ku Klux Klan and people who were within it. Uh, eulogizing some of the worst offenders when it came to white supremacy in our country and leadership. Uh, Joe Biden has had some questionable things in the past, his business dealings, all these things. Whether we sit here and weigh him on that, or we just listen to the State of the Union and try to go ahead and weigh the presidency in particular, and the actual office of the presidency, you still come to the same conclusion that the person who was on the stand last night was blatantly lying through their teeth. Now, I'm not going to lie about this. When I was live, I was cursing, I was yelling, I was upset. And obviously on my live show, I get a little more animated. Tonight, I'm going to try to be a little bit more civil. A person who was watching the live show first time ever said, you're nuts, lots of laughs. Well, it's pretty accurate. Anyone who hasn't watched my recorded show, obviously I'm a little bit more civil here. I'll try to do that tonight, but be a little more poignant. Uh, I, I have, I'm, I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to be completely honest about what I feel Joe Biden should have done versus what he did right after this message from the Hodge twins. Hey, Hogs Twins here. Check out our friend Matthew Spirit at his podcast. At The Dumb Show and his website, yeah. don'tunfriendme.com. Yeah. Thank you for the Hodge Twins for stopping by. I do appreciate it. You can stop by my website at thedumbshow.com. You can pick up shirts, hats, uh, watch and listen to the show. You can read the blog, all of that. It's all right there at thedumbshow.com. Stop on by and do that just in case you want to see the catalog or pick up a cool shirt. They are there at your pleasure. Folks, talking about Joe Biden, I want to start off with a video tonight. It's broken in a couple of segments. You get to hear a few of the sound bites that I'm going to reference tonight, but also the media just drooling over Joe Biden as he is the next orator in chief. He has surpassed Obama as the orator in chief. He has surpassed John F. Kennedy as the magnanimous president. Here is your president of the United States making a fool of himself by lying just about everything he said last night. Here it is. Here at home, inflation is coming down. Here at home, gas prices are down $1.50 from their peak. Food inflation is coming down, not fast enough, but coming down. Inflation has fallen every month for the last six months. Our take-home pay has gone up. Five lies, back to back to back to back to back, all in a row. Once again, we're going to go over it and dive into it line by line, but I just want you to hear it each time that he says this. I also want you to watch Kevin McCarthy and Kamala Harris. It's hilarious, priceless how they react. So my many, some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> the tells on Kamala Harris are just painful as she slowly moves her bangs from her face saying, 
How in the hell did this white guy beat me? Well, Kamala, you couldn't even get 1% of the vote in your home state in California. That's how. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. No, it's not, actually. Nobody is proposing to sunset Social Security, Medicare, or any welfare-type programs associated herein, too. Why? Because it would be career suicide. It'd be going after guns. Right, Joe? We'll talk about that in a second. In no way, shape, or form is this part of the Republican Party. One senator said it on a Sunday morning show, and he also said to abolish the ATF and the IRS. It was not tongue-in-cheek. It was just stupid. But that doesn't mean it's then public platform and the party platform. Just like when Ilan Omar comes out and is anti-Semitic and supports ISIS and the PLO and Hamas, that doesn't necessarily mean that the entire Democratic Party does. Well, anyway, let's watch the rest. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. I said, we're I want you to watch Kamala's face here as he says this. We're going to need oil for at least another decade, and that's going to exceed. <laughs> And beyond that, we're going to need it. <laughs> we're not going to eat oil for more of a decade. Great. Nobody gets any more Levi's. No more phones. Uh, no more little rubber feet on the bottom of our blenders. Do you understand how much oil is responsible for manufacturing around the world and the products that it makes? It Hundreds of thousands of Small gadgets and gizmos are made from petroleum-based products. This is insanity. 10 years. He said he was going to cure cancer in 10 years. So now I guess it's 100. I think this was the. Now, this is where all the fake news decide to come in and just say how wonderful Joe Biden is. I want you to listen to them as it is so contrived. It is fake. It's DuPont plastic coming out of their mouth. Best speech I have ever heard him deliver. It was fun. And he seemed to be getting a lot of fun out of people heckling him and, and the feedback that he was. Oh, yeah. Heckling and jeering is fantastic. Did you see the colors that Joe Biden was wearing on the pulpit? Tomato juice red, rotten lettuce green. It was fantastic. I think they might even have thrown a couple of eggs. Oh, no, Bill. Eggs are too expensive. They never would have thrown eggs at Joe Biden. They're full of crap. You actually felt like the union is strong. It was delivered with a lot of energy and a a lot of energy for people watching Matlock and getting ready for Wheel of Fortune at the local old folks' home. Maybe. Energy? Donald Trump had energy, folks. Okay? This isn't energy. This is, this is an energy deficit. A lot of pace. He was a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. Right? He was a little fun. He wasn't a little rowdy. He was a little, he was a little get off my lawn. He was engaged and enjoying the exchange. It felt like the British Parliament. Didn't you think he... Okay. That's all I need to know. Whoever that guy is, he should never be on TV again. We fought a revolution with the Brits, so we would never, ever have to mention them again. I don't want American politics looking like parliament. Thank you very much. What's next? Powdered wigs and rose-colored cheeks. I'm going ahead and talking like this. I can't believe you. What a bunch of bullocks. Sort of Mr. Smooth. We were all thrilled last night. Wasn't the president just great? 
she must have had five shots in the morning. Go ahead and say that. Can I have one more Bloody Mary, please? What I loved about the speech, it was true Joe Biden. I thought it was so masterful. <laughs> it was so masterful. I want to have him on The View. Listen, it's a bunch of crap. Joe Biden lied through his teeth. Let's start off with one of the first claims. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. It's the biggest lie of the night. No one has proposed this. Republicans want the promise of less spending tied to the debt ceiling. They've not said Medicare or Social Security will sunset. It's a blatant lie. Quote, we have created a record 12 million new jobs. More jobs created in two years than any president has ever created in four. Yeah, but no jobs were created. If you look at the job market, we're down over 2 million jobs still since the kafuckery that was COVID, pardon the French. After the vaccine was developed and COVID lockdowns were lifted, finally, businesses sprang back and rehired many who were laid off. Biden had nothing to do with it, but he has had a lot to do with the job market not getting back to zero. Why? Well, because you incentivize people to stay home and you gave them more money on unemployment than they were actually making at their job. Go figure they wouldn't want to come back. Quote, inflation has been a global problem because of the pandemic that disrupted supply chains and Putin's war that disrupted energy and food supplies. Yeah, that's true, but it was particularly bad here because of the massive spending by the government. Yes, and even under Trump, too, it was all about throwing money at a problem, which we realize doesn't work. The claim, the Inflation Reduction Act is also the most significant investment ever to tackle the climate crisis. It's lowering utility bills. Con Edison in New York alone says that gas bills will be up 20% alone this year. Renewables have not been able to keep up with demand, and regulations have only driven up the cost of fossil fuels. Just ask Texas how they feel about renewable wind energy and solar panels, and they will have a different story to tell you. How about this? Companies, they invested too little of their profits. He's specifically talking about oil companies. And with that failure to invest those profits, it failed to increase domestic production and keep gas prices down. It takes a lot of moxie and huevos for Biden to claim oil companies haven't drilled enough. He canceled pipelines, would not sign new drilling licenses and leases, and made no secret of the fact that he wanted to drive oil companies out of business. And they didn't drill enough? Well, what happened to the oil reserves where you uh, wanted to save a couple cents on gas and decided to give that and deplete that away? Joe Biden has done nothing. He's actually brought us out of energy independence. Quote, we pay more for prescription drugs than any major nation on earth. Yeah, that's true. No doubt. But we also have the most innovation of any nation with access to the latest treatments first. If you want to lower drug prices, create more competition. Stop making it a private industry that literally patents everything and then is a singular entity. This is not capitalism. You want a free market? Have private industry and government compete for the best prices. We saw this with the space program. Quote, under my plan, nobody earns less than $400,000 a year. will pay an additional penny in taxes, not one penny. I can personally speak to this. This is a blatant lie. With the increase in the number of IRS agents coming, they certainly will. And the new minimum rates for corporations will be passed along to all of us, the consumer. And let's not forget to mention that inflation is already a tax, and that's up 8%, pushing 10% just a few months ago. Can we just be transparent? I already filed my taxes for 2023. I have paid more in the last two and a half years 
than I have paid in the last 15 in taxes, what I owe. It's insanity. <sighs> Quote, because no billionaire should pay a lower tax rate than a school teacher or a firefighter. Once again, a little bit of truth. That's right. It shouldn't happen. But the fact is, is it doesn't. The White House claimed in a fact sheet that in the typical year, billionaires pay an average tax rate of just 8%. But to get to that number, the White House includes their unsold stock, owned by the 400 wealthiest families as income. And I don't feel bad for them, because when they sell it, they will pay taxes actually more than the current income tax rate. Can we be honest? Independent tax analysis show that the wealthiest pay 22 to 25% a year in income tax, not lower than a school teacher or firefighter who pay much less. They also employ most of the work population as well. You failed to mention that, and they all pay taxes. The rich paid a whopping 42.3% of all federal income tax last year. Stop lying. Quote, in the last two years, my administration cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion the largest deficit reduction in American history. It's only because the deficit dropped when temporary COVID stimulus spending lapsed. The national debt was roughly $27.75 trillion when Biden took office, but according to the Congressional Research Service, now it's $31.43 trillion. He grew the deficit by more than $3.6 trillion, but less than was originally projected. So because he didn't spend more than they thought, which they thought it was going to be more than that, he still came in $3.6 trillion into the deficit. That should tell you something. It should tell you that he's lying. In the midst of the COVID crisis, when schools were closed, quote, let's also recognize how far we've come. They were closed for too long to begin with because teachers' unions were allowed to dictate government policy by threatening you. It's one of the largest bodies and political action committees on the Hill. And Biden's response to the education crisis, not more charter schools, not vouchers, not private schools, not choice, but let's focus on, you know, something other than the fundamentals. Let's put more money at it like we did with COVID. That'll solve the problem. Quote, public safety depends on public trust, but too often that trust is violated. Imagine what it's like to lose a child at the hands of the law. While Tyree Nickel is a tragedy, and that's his name, by the way, not whatever you said last night, the number of people killed by law enforcement in any year is very small, and almost all of them are armed and in the process of committing a crime. Far more young black men die from gang shootings, suicide, accidental shootings, something Biden will never mention, and it's certainly not done by AR-15s. AR-15s are used in mass shootings at a rate of 12%. Most are handguns, which he mentions later. Quote, since we launched our new border plan last month, last month, unlawful migration from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela has come down. Yeah, but when you say last month, that was the fourth week in January, man. We're on the frickin' 9th of February. You've had one week of data. The number's completely questionable. You can't look at one week of overall numbers. Can you imagine if Apple came out during a launch of phones and said, wow, we're up 3,000% on our sales projections? Stock's now going to go up to $4,000 a share. No, you look at a little bit longer than a week, Joe, but this is why your economy sucks because you have no idea what the hell you're doing. Quote, today, we are in the strongest position in decades to compete with China or anyone else in the world. Dude, we don't compete with anybody. They compete with us. That's the American way. 
Why are we deferring, deferring to China economy or Russian economy or England or Germany or anyone else? They should be pacing at our pace. Well, that is, except when a Chinese balloon goes over, we just pretend it's up in the sky and everything's just fine. What is it? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a small moon. It's a space station. Here's the bottom line. Joe Biden argued the case for semi-automatic pistols last night. One of the last things he said. He used and said that they were used in just the most recent senseless shooting. But then right after that, in the same breath, still wants to ban AR-15s. What really it comes down to, this is not the first time he's talked about handguns. He wants all guns off the street. He believes you should own a shotgun. He believes you should own a bolt-action rifle or a, a blunderbuss. And I agree, we need to do something. But taking guns out of the hands of hardworking Americans who follow the law is simply ridiculous. You're going to create more crime. We already know that 650,000 crimes in a violent nature are stopped each year by individuals owning guns legally. And we also know that 1.5 million nonviolent crimes are also stopped on average, according to the FBI statistics. Joe Biden took no responsibility. He continues to stand on the pulpit and repeatedly talk about his faith. He pronounces his Catholic religion as a steadfast belief in his leadership and personal politics. Let's not forget he ran on being the first devout Catholic to hold the office in 60 years if elected. But Joe Biden does not live up to the ideologies he pretends to covet. Joe lies for a variety of reasons. Last night, Joe did this to gain an advantage over his political opponents, to distract from his own mistakes and shortcomings, to mislead the public about his true intentions and actions, or to make himself appear more competent or appealing to the voters by literally plagiarizing everything that Donald Trump said. It sounds like a Make America Great Again rally. Joe Biden is doing what all Democrats do, move to the middle as soon as a primary or an election begins, or a midterm. Biden lies to protect his own interests and those of his political allies and or to avoid accountability for his actions. Joe lies because he feels that the end justifies the means, and more importantly, it's because we let him. I think there's nothing wrong with the Republicans calling him out last night. He was trying to smear their name. He was bearing false witness. For a Catholic who pretends to be God-fearing, he lies a lot, as most presidents do, but he also lacks humility and is arrogant and never admitting mistakes, and it's a trait often seen in presidents more often than not lately. But Joe actually seems to believe his lies. He believes preying on the murdered black youth of the inner cities and never doing a damn thing about it is okay. Preying on the countless victims of fentanyl and claiming he has done one, of, one thing good or one iota of anything to stop it. Not mentioning China last night, not mentioning his failure at the border, but simply, let's throw more money at it. And lastly, claiming and it, that it's critical to protect children and sex trafficking, which is absolutely true, yet supports the murder of 20,000 unborn babies a day. Of all sins forbidden by the Ten Commandments, the most vile, worse than murder in a way, because it so eloquently speaks to the perpetrator's moral fiber, is bearing false witness against thy neighbor, specifically speaking false against someone to damage them civilly or criminally framing them. Now, I'm not holier than thou. I am a sinner. We're all sinners. And other sins can be, if not excused, at least explained by the truism that we all have faults. Decent people fall into error, and we do terrible things. You or I might commit a murder out of passion. 
We might steal out of desperation, commit adultery because we're all too human. These offenses don't necessarily sum up a person's whole character, an individual lapse of judgment. Some of these things can be excused, certainly not forgiven. Bearing false witness does, though. It is personal. It's always intentional and designed to cover up one's inequities and project them onto others. If I know that a person has tried to harm another through false witness, that's all I need to know, and that deed requires a special kind of evil inherent to do so. It's a lack of decency and empathy so profound that I can't even comprehend it. Joe Biden is a lot of things. A good person is not one of them. We saw that incarnate last night. At least those who weren't looking with rose-colored glasses or watching the news. Folks, thanks so much for watching the Don't Unfriend Me show. I will be back tonight at 8.30. Had to record this twice because I forgot to unmute the mic. It's just one of those nights. Please do me a favor. Stop by thedumbshow.com. Follow me, like, share, subscribe, all that on all social media. And stop by and pick up a cool shirt if you want or a hat or some coffee. And I will see you tomorrow with another recorded show. The Veteran Crisis Hotline. Veterans, message for you right after this. Please, mental health is extremely important. Listen to the following message. Use that number. If you can't reach out to me, I will pick up the phone with you. Thanks so much, everybody. I will see you tonight at 830. I'm David Boreanaz with the Cast of SEAL team. And we have an important message for returning vets. We want you to know if you're struggling to cope, there's help and it's just a phone call away. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed with experienced professionals who know your struggles. There's no greater sacrifice in service to our country. We're able to enjoy our freedoms because of it. Your service is important. You are important. For vets and their families, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help 24 hours a day. Please call.